Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, today we have back with us the American Honesty Crew. We got my brother, Andrew Hoffman, and also Mr. Jake Bible. It's been a while since we've done one of these because, well, we all kind of needed a break from politics as it's been a little too intense over the last couple of years. Uh, But we wanted to do one specifically about the vaccine mandates and also the vaccine passports. It's a huge topic right now, especially with all the work mandates coming up and what's going on with all that kind of stuff. And let's be honest, there are some people who are choosing to not work in places that require them to get uh, vaccinated. There's lots of crazy things going on and who knows where it's all going to shake out. Time will only tell for all of that. But I think Andrew wrapped up the conversation very well. It was definitely not as heated as I thought it would be, and it didn't go as long as I thought it would. But uh, I'll tell you what, it was still a great conversation. It was really, really well done by the boyos. We had a great time. And stay tuned to the end to kind of see how we all kind of feel about the entire situation. But without any further ado, please sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have back with us the boyos, my brother, Andrew Hoffman. So nice to be back. And also Mr. Jake Bible. What up? So we have a segment of American Honesty for you guys. It's been a long time since we've done one of these. Uh, We've been kind of... Uh, shall we say taking a break from a lot of the political stuff, but now it's time to get back into it. Just it moves too. It, it was a point where it was moving so fast where any podcast you did would be irrelevant. Like two weeks. There's later. been a lot going by the time on. it got uploaded. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a little nuts. So yeah. so I specifically wanted to talk about uh, the vaccine mandates and also the vaccine passports. Is that's been a pretty hot topic for me. So we're going to kind of just start down that road. But as always, we're going to venture off into the weeds because we always do. And we will uh, see where things go. So first and foremost, Andrew. Yes. I was having the Rona. It's good to see you up and around again. Oh, yeah. 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 It was, uh, I took a I took a, a pretty big ass beating. It was a good whooping there. Uh, for, about, for about three weeks, <clears throat> uh, right up for Labor Day. And um, yeah, it was... Uh, um it was a living hell thankfully um somehow i i did not get any develop any pneumatic symptoms so uh you know i had everything else like the fevers and all that stuff were just absolute nightmares but um smell and taste gone all that stuff for only for about three days. Oh, really? That's not too bad. Talking about a hundred percent. That was well. Yeah. You you hear people like who got the the Rona the first time, yeah, like last year or whatever it was, and they lost their sense of taste or smell for months. That was like two or and three I, months, yeah, and, and I, I couldn't imagine. That's what I I had known a guy who who said that happened to him, and I was like, that's like 
that's <laughs> that's worse than death. Yeah, I mean that would suck. <laughs> I mean, not being able to taste like what you're eating, like oh yeah. god, that'd be so horrible. You'd probably lose a lot of weight because you wouldn't want to eat. That would, but, yeah, I, so that'd be like yeah, a benefit for somebody like me happen. who needs to lose some weight. You know, it's, it's weird though. You know, because I did, I, I probably lost about ten pounds. Um, you know, just basically eating. My diet was basically Gatorade and and chicken soup. Makes sense. Um, yeah, but I'll tell you this: when I got better. And even as I, even like probably the last two or three days before I like was completely back as I could feel myself getting better, um, I w- it was hungrier. I've never had an appetite so ravenous that it's still, it's it's not as bad now, now that it's been about a month that I've been fine. But um, dude, I, I just could, I was eating everything and I don't know if it was. Like when you like, work out and your metabolism is just burning type of hungry or was it a- it was yeah it was it was like that it was almost like that hunger that like after you got home from the gym yeah. except yeah. you know i was not you're just not fulfilled <laughs> you're not fulfilled yeah, yeah. so um hmm. i just that was yeah that was weird and um, you never got it last year right so this is the first time you had it i mean never well you don't think i would say this if i did get it i got one of the you know there was a time you were asymptomatic yeah well or um it was like very. It was way back, even before lockdown, probably in like February, yeah. January okay. of 2020. But that was that might have been something that lasted maybe three days. This was a point where I was like, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get better. Well, it's it's you not a, it's not a big surprise because I was talking to a very close friend of mine who's an ICU nurse who's been dealing with this for almost two years now, <clears throat> and they were saying that the people who didn't get it last year who were getting it now mm-hmm. for the first time. Are like twice or three times as bad yeah. as most of the people who got it last year. So it's just people who are now getting it are just way worse off. Obviously, for those of us who had it last year, yeah. we've already probably got antibodies, so it's not nearly as bad. You might get it, you might be down for a day or two. Like I had a like a sinus infection the other day, and my 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 boss was like, "Hey, should you go get a you know, rapid test?" I'm like, "No, like <laughs> like it's a sinus infection. It's this time of year, like it's it's cold out. Like I, this happens to me every spring and fall. Like it's yeah. it's normal." But he was like so freaked out about everything. It was kind of funny. Well, it's like, like calm down there, Skippy. So yeah, I, but, getting allergies like we do every fall or whatever, beginning of spring and all that. Like last year, every time I sniffled or I went, you know, like everybody looked at you weird, and it was funny because yeah. we laugh about it now. And we looked at how last year it was such a holy shit, and it's like. I get allergies now. I didn't used to get these before. I used to make yep. fun of my wife for being a nerd and takes her alleg- or whatever that shit is Allegra or whatever. And like now I get it all the time. Yeah. So stuff, everybody stuff gets you like, different when you get older. Yeah. Who knew? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like my, my good friend always says, getting old ain't for sissies. That's true. <laughs> yeah, things change, right? All right. Well, yeah. obviously, there's been a lot of the mandates have been going around uh, for companies to what is it, over 100 employees, yep. the federal government is telling them they have to have <clears throat> all of their um, employees vaccinated or get weekly tests. And I think a lot of the uh, companies are forcing the uh, employees to do their own testing on their Not own Not all dime. of them are giving the weekly tests. Some are just issuing it out like a certain... I'm going through this right now. Let's just say that. So this is happening at your work right now? Yeah. Because it hasn't a- happened at mine, and I was kind of surprised because they're very progressive. First off... The place I work for has government contracts. Second off, last year, they got mandated from the government to only, they make hand sanitizer, let's just say that, they only could deliver stuff to the government, military, and hospitals. They were mandated. They couldn't sell it anywhere else or whatnot. It had to go, or that was first priority, whatever. Like, even though they went up 300%, yada, yada, whatever, 
um, because there's government contracts and they're like that, they they basically comply instantly when the government forces a mandate like that or they're going to get fined out their ass. So going through that right now, technically I work for a recruiting company, not the actual company itself, but their mandate date says that if I'm not fully vaccinated by this date, my uh, higher on date would be after that. So it's kind of an up in the air thing, but I made the executive decision for my life to go search for other companies and going on job interviews and stuff right now. Some places have little signs that say, if you're not fully vaccinated, recommended to wear a mask. That's it. That's okay. all they have in their sign. And then you walk in the building and the people are like, nobody cares in here. Okay. But that's like. So that there are companies that are just yeah, machine not, shop, not worried about it. Automotive or, or, the, or these smaller companies that are not affected by the mandate. Well, I've been on some. I've been on some as well. They a little have bit of 400, both. 400 plus people. A little bit of both then. Okay. But they're an automotive or they work in steel or stamping or whatever else. It's not a place that makes hand sanitizer or whatever else where it's government contracted things. But what I kind of highlighted some stuff because I wanted to read just a line of an email. It says, since the United States federal government is the single largest purchaser of goods and services in this world, the executive order impacts us a significant number of companies. So this is from your company. Gotcha. So this was sent out by your corporate Head honchos, but all that kind of stuff. One of the first lines here is, since the United States federal government is the single largest purchaser of goods and services in the world, right there tells you how many people get backed into a corner. Because, again, if there's a government contract or something involved with them and they mandate this, it's like comply or you're going to get fined and it's going to be not worth it to not have your employees vaccinated. And not, not to mention that they could lose contracts for their business, which they don't want to do. Yeah. So, so they're, well, that's because the other companies it, that they work with. Yeah, yeah they're put so, in a difficult spot. And that's what it says in our – but a lot of people are. And so my coworkers that I work with currently, I know where people stand on this. I have talked to a lot of people. Um, when I first started, people that were vaccinated fully didn't have to wear their masks. And then they got told at a certain point to put them back <laughs> on. The outrage that you saw from other people going – if I knew I had to put this damn thing back on, I wouldn't have taken the shot in the first place. And it's like, okay, that's your decision. You do whatever yeah. you want. Now, being mandated like this, there's coworkers that have, say, kids on the way or a baby coming soon or they have a family or whatever else. They're being told that if they don't get vaccinated fully, they're going to lose their job. They're freaking out now. But they're like, I heard a guy tell me, I'm complying because I have a kid on the way. You need to kick my ass for complying. And I'm like, dude, that's you made a call. But it's, it's their choice. I mean, yeah, that's you, that's the right, thing. Yeah, you get to choose. And like, I'm not in that position and I don't have kids in a family like you do. So I understand your hard spot where you're backed into a corner. I can make the option and the choice that I'll go look elsewhere. Well, yeah, but dare I say, I'll bet you 80 plus percent of the working force right. is going to have to make a decision to either do that. Because even if they do go look for el- employment elsewhere... Those people are going to be on the same mandates as the job they're going to be leaving. Anything so that's it's, over the certain point or any that have the government contracts yeah, are already screwed. To unless they're going to look there. for a small company or start their own business or do something. Excuse me. That's what the recruiter said. If you can find a mom and pop shop. But I've been on interviews with, like I said, 400 plus people or more or have the similar amount that they're recommended. It's not even a mandate. Yeah. Like it hasn't been pushed to us yet or whatever. Okay. But just like the company I came from, that's automotive. You have machine shops inside. You have whatever else. There's heading. There's tool and die. There's machines, whatever. It's not a place that's making stuff that the FDA has control over or whatever else. And yeah. Like hand sanitizer or whatever It's else. not the threat to pull the government contracts. Yeah. So well, I got you. Because, again, back to this quote here, this, this line, the United States federal government is the single largest purchaser of goods and services in the world. Like, 
that that blew my mind seeing that. I guess I could have probably figured that, but like in the world, that's you would insane. you would think it'd be China doing some stuff, but who knows? That's what got, it says. got so many damn people so, over there. Just it's it's baffling to me, but like you can make your decision where you want to. You it's like you don't have to be anti-vax to want to make a call like this. If you don't want it, you don't want it. Like I have a long story I tell people all the time, not even that long, but I got a shot 10, 12 years ago. Recommended by a doctor, it was a flu shot, put me down for like a week and a half. I made a choice after that that I don't like pharmaceutical stuff anyway. I watched my mom and my mother-in-law grow up taking pills and then pills for their pills and whatever else. And like I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah, it's so, it's very common in the pharmaceutical world. Like somebody right. gets a, an ailment, so they start taking medication. They have complications with the medication, so they start taking more medication. Yeah. Before you know it, they're on 10 different medications, all dealing with stuff from the first medication just because they had problems. Like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't but you be, I mean, like, not taking the medication? People people make the argument, and I understand a little bit. Like, uh, well, you know, it wasn't affecting other people this way. Like, well, prove to me that I got somebody sick then, and I'll fucking think about it differently a little bit. That, that's a horseshit argument, yeah. in my opinion. But what, what are you seeing in your world, Andrew, with with your kind of work? Are you seeing a bunch of the mandate stuff rolling down? Or are you kind no, of like I mean, well, if, ducking under it right now? If, yeah, I mean, if they went that route, um, you know, in the child care industry, um, <laughs> I mean, I was telling Jake before the podcast, we're just laughing, about, you know, talking about hiring woes and stuff like that. And uh, if they were to put a mandate like that on top of the struggles we're already having. Just to get people to work. Yeah, Yeah. and not just us, but, you know, industry-wide and, and, you know, outside our industry, pretty much every industry, uh, it would be be crippling. I mean, nothing short of crippling. Uh, I'm I'm surprised they haven't mandated something because I would assume that all the, like, elementary school teachers are going to have to do something. Yeah, I mean, I would say – But they're also state employees. Most of our applicants are – Females probably between the age of uh, 19 or 20, probably about 23, 24. Um, so I guess I don't know like what the statistics would be on that particular demographic and how vaccinated they are. But, you know, when you just look at overall vaccination rates and then, okay, you say oh, young people, they tend to put stuff off. And I don't know, you know, um, who knows? more influenced by whatever their parents are recommending one way or the other. I mean, this has all become so politicized, it's hard to tell right now. Because, yeah. like, traditionally, yeah, you would be right. You know, like, kids would kind of push it off a little bit, and the older people would run out to do this stuff. But, again, it's become so just – there's no other word for it. It's just been so politicized. It's it's not yeah. about what's right or wrong or anything else. It's just because – I mean, it's, it's, it's easy to see how it's politicized because on a mass scale because, for me, even just on a – micro individual scale it's politicized in my own brain you know i i have both sides of my brain have you know it's like they both are picketing at each other right now and they're and they're they're rioting against each other you know because i have views that align i i see the benefits of both sides i see the overstepping issues and i see the um you know i i I see the the you know just the the scientific uh, issue also and it's like can you elaborate more on that kind of what you're thinking yeah well like so you know obviously um right off the bat i don't it's you know i would say oh well it seems logical to think that you shouldn't be able to mandate anything anybody puts in their body oh that just makes sense but then i think well we already do that so why is that such a why is it such a shock and then it's you know so it's 
even on that one thing right there, it's like, well, yeah, it seems utterly ridiculous to tell you that you have to put this this thing in your body, which can I just say as an aside, if Trump had somehow won the second term and was administering this vaccine, we would just be reversed right now. Yes. You know? if, if he would have first came out when he was still in office and said, everyone has to get vaccinated, there would not be this would big be, push it, from the it left. Would, I'm would, sorry, there no, wouldn't. The liber- it would be the liberals. They would just be – they would be the Republicans right now. They would be the ones skeptics – being the skeptics and – and questioning yep. all of the weird Trump science and his Trump math. And I believe that Trump 100%. Biology. Have you so heard the it, montages made of that from no, people last year? No, but I'm but I'm just, yeah, and that's exactly, yeah, Joy, I mean, well, I'm not going to speak there, her there, name, but. There's 10 plus people. They're, they're vice president right yeah. now and president. There are people that are just so, congressmen and women yeah. and people that are actors that, and actresses and news people yeah. that have all that was, said. And that was just a quick aside. Like, yeah. let's, let's, let's be real here and say that if, yeah. if Trump was president right now, every – Everybody in the Midwest and whatever, we would all have our shots, and it would be the coast that, that were fighting it. So anyway, with that out of the way, um, <laughs> um, you know, then when you talk about, you know, so yeah, it seems it seems immoral to tell somebody they should put something in their body. And it's like, well, I injected my kids with vaccines when they were born. I didn't question anybody. I just said, oh, it's just how – and for no other reason – than I could think of other than, well, that's how it was always been done. That was what was done to me, so it's safe to do it to my kids. That's the only reason in my mind I could justify doing it to my kids. It wasn't even a quite, it wasn't even like a moral dilemma. Like I sat down with my wife and we were like, oh, I, you know, like it's vaccine and autism and this and that. Like there was no, there was no discussion. It was just, it's vaccine time. I'm taking the kid to the, to the, doctor get the vaccine right. because but, that's but dare i say that's there's years and years and years of a good track record of that working and being done well okay lots of studies yeah. being done and so, being proven that they work so yeah so yeah now you're going back you're going to you know something has to have a an extended period i don't of, know what has to of, have a viability but. before it becomes something that you would do so i thought the same way too it's like okay i fought off covid i will say that like have after having covid like um when my natural immunities wear off, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain I'm, I'm going to get the shot just because if for no other reason than if it can mitigate what you went through, what I went yeah. through the last time, like I'll, I'll, I'll cover chicken wings in that vaccine and eat them. I don't <laughs> care. Just give it to me. However you want to get, I it had to a me. friend say that recently, but at same the same thing. time, it's like, yeah. I don't, I, I also feel like the people that like yourself who are like, Look, I just – you don't even have to justify it. Like, oh, I had a shot 10 years ago and it gave me bad – if you just say, I don't want to do it, right? why should I be able to tell you to? And I and my and the answer for most people, well, it's in the, it's in the common good. It's for – I mean, what have I always preached on this podcast? Like, you're not going to take away my individualism for the sake of your collectiv- yeah. collectivism. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yes, you have to have it in some respect, but at some point when you when you override the individual so much and you beat him down so much, which is what's going on now. I mean, and, you know, if if you want if people would want to come at me and say, well, how can you how can you be pro-choice about a vaccine and not pro-choice about abortion? I think that comes down to one very simple difference between your definitions of what's going on there and what my definitions are. Your definitions are abortion has to do with the mom's body. Mine is it has to do with the child's body. So that argument right there, you you can, you know, 
I'm, I'm going to dismiss that argument against that because in this case, you're talking to when you vaccine vaccinate yourself, that's the you're the person being affected. But people try to play a trump card when you say that argument and they say, well, you you could affect yeah. other people. No. And like, I don't live my fucking life by exactly. Kids, woods, and that's the thing too. Is ifs, they, neither ifs, do they. Maybes. Neither do they. They might yeah. want to feel self righteous about getting the vaccine. And yeah. if I get the vaccine, like I said, it's not going to be. My thought isn't going to be, well, I'm doing this for humanity. Right. My thought is, it's right for me. Yeah. But, but here's, here's the thing, which is why that's a bullshit argument that it's good for everyone. People are forgetting the fact that the CDC has come out and said that if you get this vaccine, it will not keep you from, A, getting it yourself, yeah. and spreading B, it spreading it to else. others. Yeah. It is just to it's lessen just your to own your symptoms. symptoms. Yep. People are forgetting that. They're saying, oh, no, it's, it's to make sure that well, no one else can get it and I can't spread it. Can like, I, no, that's horseshit. Can I counter-argue that? Absolutely. So, that's why we're here, sir. So, yes, you're right. It is only to mitigate symptoms. And what's the importance of that? Lessening load on the healthcare system. So... You know, that's and to me, that's my counter argument to that is, yeah, you're free to not get the vaccine. You're free to get covid. But why should you be so free then to go up and take a hospital bed if you get it? Yeah, but most people will I, recover at home. Like I have you to say, did, like can, I, can I tell did. you something I told my wife as I'm like in the throes of this? I'm like, I think I might die here. But at the same time, I don't want to go to a hospital because I know when I go there and have to tell these these workers that are risking their lives to treat me who's unvaccinated in there with covid like they're going they might treat me but they're going to despise me you know and i don't want to be in an environment where i'm absolutely despised how, how do you how do you know they're going to because i'm not for the fear and shit that's been pushed because i know a lot of people work in healthcare like, that are like this is my job i don't give a shit what yeah, they're in here for i have to do that this. was just that was what my brain but was, it got politicized so yeah. much that everybody's no, fucking but i don't scared, know about politicized because i agree with andrew on this one is like I feel the same way about that. It's like, like I don't want to go I, take will, up a bed. I'm willing to take a risk on my immune yeah. system to fight off this virus. I'm not worried. I do as well. So I don't want to go out. But and having get a that thought that if you end up taking up a bed, that they're going to look at you like ah, like they have to do a job. Oh, they know I know what their that. Job and that's is. what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they would. They would yeah. violate their oaths. Well, oh, they I, certainly would not. I'm no. just saying that. Like, I just the, don't think they're going to look. Can at I you handle like this that much shame? Asshole, yeah. Can I? Can I literally have that much shame? Can I deal with that much shame? You know, when they did the contract. Contract contact tracing Jesus. I'm drinking coffee, not booze, right now. It's only <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It is two o'clock. Right when they when they started doing that, like three o'clock. When they would trace it back to something, and then they would say, especially here in Ohio, you hear on the radio all the time when Dwyane would come out and give his speeches or whatever, and he in his speeches he would talk about, well, we had 300 here that we traced back to this, that we traced back to this, that we traced back to this person's holiday party or something or a whatever party, and like that shit was on the radio. That's what they were telling everybody, and like everybody was like, oh my god. So then they found out you don't hear a lot of that now because maybe cases are going down and deaths are going down or whatever else. And like you don't hear about numbers yeah. because of who's president. They quit, I mean, yeah. that's, the, that's the bottom but line. But they quit sticking that I mean, shit out there. It all depends on where you're at. Because, yeah. again, my very close friend who's in the ICU, they're more full now than they were last year. Right. Like they're getting hit much harder because, again, people are getting it worse. They just if had they a, didn't have it. Again, before. another new study that I heard on the radio coming home from work the other day that said people are five times more likely to get it now if they. They had it before or something like that. Had Ro- or hadn't? Had. Ronan. So they already had it before. But I look at that as in two weeks, in a month, in a year, what are they going to change to a new study? Because I've seen this shit my entire life. We used to make fun of it. When you watch the news come out and they have studies say that a glass of wine or a cup of coffee every day is good for you. And then the exact next day they have one that says drinking too much coffee or too much wine is bad for your health. And it's like, motherfucker. You guys are going to study this, study that, study that. Like, don't change this shit every single day. I want to yeah, see most, most of these studies are falsified data anyway, and you're not you're not getting the real right. data out of it. Well, let's let's 
I mean, that's another thing too, is that, and I just saw this today on on my neighborhood Facebook page, but you got you got a guy who's running for school board, and he's obviously uh, running from the Republican side because he's wants to make sure parents knows that he's going to look for other solutions other than masks and stuff like that. And you've got some of these moms that are like, you know, hey, don't vote for this guy. You know, show me who the pro science, who are the candidates that believe in science. And like, yeah, you know, oh yeah, the other person they don't believe in science either. And, and I'm thinking to myself, like, you, I hate when you absolute said, fools, yeah, like, have that. no have no idea about anything regarding science other than what you're told on the news. And it's like all that science. I mean, you you speak as if science is not like the evolution of find of discovery, and not just oh, what we know right now. That's how. I mean, there's literally drugs from Pfizer that ha- that they were, were FDA approved and were at the time the science right. that now you can get a nice little settlement yeah. if you used to take that stuff because now all of a sudden the science hold on man oh you're good the, yeah, yeah. The, the, the science has changed so don't don't sit here and say well I'm going to I'm going to put this in my body because I believe in the science you better know that like that the science could be very different 5 years from ago do it now if you think if you if you in it ultimately you're your judge jury and executioner if you've determined the vaccine is for you whatever that reason is whether you think you're being right. a humanitarian or you're doing it purely for selfish reasons either do it or don't but don't pretend like you're doing it because you're I'm on some higher plane yeah. of thinking yeah because i, I guarantee us. you they've not read any of the yeah, studies nobody's and read, if they yeah, did right. they don't uh-huh. understand shit they ain't watching they watching reruns of fucking friends is what they're doing <laughs> right. and, that's how, and they're and then they're just agreeing. but that's where you can follow the statistics of it and see how like even just following a pattern of it's politicized because it's the people over here doing this and the people over here going, yeah, I'm going to think about it a little bit more. And then it's like, well, why does that tie into an L or an R thing or a Democrat or Republican thing? You know, like, why does that have anything to do with that? But when you're talking about the the shot where, you know, you can get a settlement or whatever for it, having a conversation at work with like four or five people, this guy, after they gave us the mandate and whatnot, he walked in there and he's like, December 8th is going to be real fucking interesting because that's the last day, basically, or whatever. And he looked right at me, and he's like, I know you don't want it. I know you've talked about this, and I said the thing about the shot or whatever with the flu and all that, and I made my mind up a decade-plus ago that I'm not going to do this shit anymore. I don't go to the hospital much as it is. I'm going to try to do what I can to not go to the fucking hospital. And he goes, dude, five years down the road from now, your blood's going to be like, Wanted on the black market because it's completely unaffected. You didn't get the shot. You don't have all this. It's going to be like those lawsuits and settlements, like what you were saying there, where it's like mesothelioma or whatever, five years down the road, this class action lawsuit. And I'm like, I don't think it's going to go. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not, I highly doubt that. Yeah, gonna I don't think that's I mean, going to happen. I'm like, what is this, Resident Evil or something? But here's something? the thing, like, though. Like, <laughs> we have to realize that it is a possibility. Okay. And, yeah, this, and the fact that people are completely <laughs> throwing it off yeah. the fact that it's not a possibility is ludicrous because it is. Right. Now, I'm about 90% sure that's not going to happen. Right. But still, again, like I had said before, like I'm willing to bank on my immune system because I already had it. Me too. I didn't die. And the demographic so of yeah, our age. Yeah, so I'm not, and, yeah. I'm not worried. Like Not to mention, like my mom is like super high risk. Right. And she was all worried, so she stayed home and did all those kind of things. You know, and then and then what? My my daughter came home for Christmas, and she's like, "I'm seeing my grandbaby. Like I don't right. care." So she unfortunately brought the Rona home and got her sick, and then she kicked it in like two days, which is hilarious. Oh, excuse me, because that makes it sound like she died. <laughs> no, she kicked no. it. Yeah, and she kicked it in two days. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like she, I know what you're saying because she you, had yeah. literally like bunkered herself at home, and Dad was still working. Yeah, and he's and he got sick for like two weeks. 
So I really felt bad for dad, but mom's like running around the house like, I feel great. But, like, in, but in the, Oh, in, that sucks. In the long run, you're not going to fucking force people regardless. They will fight tooth and nail. Like, I, I have, highly doubt that, sir, because most people don't have a fighting spirit anymore okay. and they're going to cave and go get the I shot because they don't want to lose their job. I have family. I have family. Okay. That, I have family too. Yes. That are high risk, overweight, have medical problems, COPD and such or whatever else. That refuse to get it. And the more their friends and their family and their coworkers and the shit they hear on TV and on the news say, you need to get it, you need to get it, you need to get it. And then they all come to and say, hey, you're really high risk. You're the person that should want it, blah, 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 whatever reason. And she's like, I don't want it. She doesn't want it. She said the pressure coming at her from everybody makes her not want it even more. Yeah, I can dig that. And like... Again, like but you were I saying think, earlier. I think that's a very small percentage of the population today. Regardless, though, it's still a person. It, you know? No, it's, it is. It, and it, if you don't want it, you don't want it. Of course. So, like, it's nobody's damn business why. But like you said earlier, I shouldn't have to justify and explain with that story, but I do so that people know. I made my damn mind up 10 years ago. I know we didn't have a pandemic 10 years ago. Regardless, my mind is still made up. There's a reason I don't want the shit. I haven't been sick since. Yeah. I was like, I just. But we haven't had a pandemic since. I get it. I've been I don't in this know, argument. I, just, I, I don't understand this idea between like the government being cowards and coming out and saying that they're going to make all these employers mandate. It's kind of like last last year with all the the, the masks and all that kind of stuff. They, they made the employers mandate because they didn't want to come out and do it because they wanted to get reelected. Yep. That's, that's what it all boils down to. Right. So the politicians didn't want to get any flack. So if they just push it off on all the employers, which is ludicrous. And I was thinking about this the other day. Like, how is this any different than forcing an employer to say, you are going to smoke or you're going to do tobacco? It's like, no, it shouldn't be my choice whether I do that or not. Like, how can my employer tell me I have to do this? Well, because they get credits just like my company that I came from before and some of the companies that I've been interviewing with, they explain that to you in the beginning. And I'm like, it's okay, guys. You don't have to tell me all that. I don't smoke anyway, regardless. They give they give the company where I came from a tax credit if they're tobacco free. No, no, no. I'm not saying tobacco free. I'm saying. Oh, what, what if your employer said you have to smoke? Oh, 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 oh. I'm like fuck you. Oh, I should I should, yeah, I should yeah, get okay, to choose I whether I smoke or not. Okay, I got what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I don't see it being any different. Right. I got you. You know, because like I mean, I I do like. I have heard the argument. Or if people, you don't like, smoke, your job. Well, hold on a yeah, second. Like sorry. I have heard the the argument Sounds of like people a saying company. <laughs> that that. Put it into the abortion thing. I was like, well, it's it's her body, her choice. Whereas that Andrew is has a, a good point there. That is different because another life is involved there. It's not just the woman's choice because that's affecting what could be another human being. You know, so that 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 is a different argument. Although some people do make that same argument, but I was like, I was literally just in the shower and I was thinking, it's like, how is this any different than forcing people? Like, no, you have to smoke if you're going to work here. It's like, wait a minute, no, you can't do that. Like. This should be against the law. I, I don't see how this is constitutional. I, I, I just don't get it. And I, to me, it's like, again, it's a cowardly move from the, the government to just come out and mandate these you know companies to do so. Well, now, that's what, if, if they want to pull contracts or do whatever and just yeah. put that out there, like, hey, that's on them. But they still shouldn't be putting this mandate out well, there. One, they're going to pull contracts. Two, what other companies that certain companies like said company I'm working with? are affected by those customers and those companies that they work with and or the fines on top of it. Like it's just an all around bad business decision. If you don't forcefully do the vaccine stuff like this for now, it's really, yeah, but lawsuits are going to happen. Right. It's going to get overturned, but it's going to take time. But 
didn't we just hear recently that like all these these states that are now fighting back against the federal government and suing them and and making whatever their executive orders are and stuff where they can't mandate shit like this? Well, like, I'm gonna say that the Supreme Court, which is a conservative Supreme Court, just yeah. just shot down, I think in Maine, the ability for religious exemptions. And if a conservative court shot that down, those lawsuits aren't happening, right? Because they've already said, hey, you can't try to. I mean, when you have a conservative court saying, "Don't pull that religious bullshit with us," yeah. then you know you're not, you know you're not going to get it done. I mean, because like that, Sorry. and there were a lot of like you know conservative people very upset <laughs> with the with the Trump's candidates yesterday. Yeah. So, well, that's again politics coming into it, and yeah. it's really fucking basic to me. I don't want the goddamn thing. I don't want it, and you shouldn't need to know or give a fuck why. It's not your goddamn business. In my mind. No, I, I can understand that mentality. We, just, we again, stayed home for two weeks like we were told to, like the spank the butt from the government, you know, saying, uh, let's let's slow the spread. Then we stayed home. I got furloughed for two months from work. We basically just sat at home, played video games, and went out hiking and stayed to ourselves for longer than two weeks. We stayed home for two months. Then we were like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to start doing stuff well, here, again. Here's the issue with those arguments, though, and that is you, you don't know, and we'll never know because we can never redo how we did it, but... We'll never know, like, how bad would things be right now if we never shut anything down? How bad would things be if we never had a mask mandate or if we never even had a vaccine? Right. If no one was vaccinated right now, where would we be? Right. You know, and are you more confident than we'd be better or worse? And that answer alone, if you're real honest with yourself, should guide you in what you what you begin to think about the vaccine. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, maybe, what we'll if. Just, I don't know. We'll and never that's know. not how I live my damn life. And that's my thing. Like, I... We, we did what we thought was right when they basically were giving us guidelines or whatever the recommendations and things to do. You know, like I didn't always wear a mask places, but like until you prove to me that me, the one person that was walking around like at Aldi or whatever, wherever we are, where we see somebody else that maybe there's two of us in the entire store that didn't have a mask on, gave everybody else all this shit. Like until you prove that I did that. Yeah, but they can't. There's, there's no right. proof of it. Like I'm not going to buying all this shit right now i want to see more data statistics year down the road whatever else when are they going to change this is it ever going to change is it not going to change who knows i mean we'll find out i mean like to me again it all boils down to what happens in the courts now you know but if if andrew if you're right if they're shutting down the the ability to people actually have like exemptions from these like what does that mean for the rest of us and that could be that could be catastrophic for people who don't want to get it and I was like, well, what is, what is that going to mean for them? Because I, I would assume that the, the courts will come out and say, no, this is unconstitutional. You can't do this. But apparently that is not so much the case. Yeah, yeah I just don't see. How, I, I mean, when you've got the fact that there are already mandatory vaccines, or I wouldn't say mandatory vaccinations, but, you know, I mean, they are for the most <clears throat> part mandated. Um, you, when you've already got that precedent, I don't see how you... You're going to make a good case that this particular vaccine should be exempt. And if that's the case, at what period of time? Like, you know, after two or three years where you start to see that these people that all did take it, you know, that they're not mutating or anything like that. So (laughs) it's like, um, you know, or they don't or they're not receiving (laughs) Wi-Fi to their bodies. But um, (laughs) once at what point then do you see enough that you're like, okay, I'm going to treat that just like the rubella or something? You know, well, see, I got an argument, well, not an argument, discussion with somebody on Facebook about that because of the MMR stuff. I vaguely remember seventh or eighth grade, whatever. They wouldn't let us come into the middle school unless we had that. Yeah. And our parents got us the shot. 
But then that person who's a little bit older than I am graduated a year or so above me was like, they didn't, they couldn't have done that. If your parents would have fought it, you wouldn't have had to take it. I didn't know all that yeah. when I was in seventh or eighth grade. I didn't know any of this shit till like last week when we were talking about it or yeah. whatever. Like I didn't know it was a thing you could fight. I thought it was just, it was literally mandated that you couldn't come into this damn and school. And that's what, that's what the whole idea is, is scare tactics, right. get people to go out and go get it and be done. But I didn't know that our parents could have fought that if yeah. they really wanted to. I didn't know, because I never paid attention to that shit until like, you know, the anti-vax, vax, whatever stuff we started paying attention to as I got older because it was politics and whatnot. Like I never really paid attention to that. I just thought that was the way the school said it. That's kind of how it was because it was federally mandated or whatever. Again, came back to, no, no, actually, you could have fought that. Yeah. Like, just like everything in this fucking country, you can fight up against it. You don't have to do it. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll see where lawsuits and stuff shake out, you know, but right. I think people are trying to be very cautious with right. how they're wording specific things so that, because, I mean, Andrew's right. It's like if, if there's, if the court shuts down one case, just one case of it, yeah. saying, oh, no, it, it is... It is, it is, or is, or is not unconstitutional, or what have you. Like, like, no, they're allowed to mandate. This is that you can do this. Then, right. then it's fucking over for everybody else. Like, doesn't matter, you know, what happens because then it sets the precedent. So, right. yeah, the the religious exemption may be gone, sure, but we'll see how the other ones are written up throughout the states and all that kind of stuff to yeah. see how it kind of shakes out over the next few years. But I, I, I do personally know some people who are like. Fuck this! I'll just go to Florida or Texas where they're not mandating it and just you know live there. You know, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, that's didn't you know, they say Florida's on, on like eighty eighty seven percent drop, and it's all getting better for them. Like they're like second oldest in the country. Uh, Florida's just like the hell with it. They're like everything's open. They're like we don't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, no, all the I just heard on the radio yeah. it was like eighty seven or eighty something percent where it's like all their cases are down. They have the least down. per capita right now percentage of cases in the country, and they have the second oldest. Which is state. weird because like just a couple months ago, like they were the they're hottest, up the hottest of the yeah. hotbeds. You know, so it's like... Is that the herd immunity shit that they talked about? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not knows? a damn doctor. But see, the thing that I, I really like about the social medias still is getting into conversations with people. And we were talking about this, and I'm glad that I put all this shit up there that well, last week or whatever. It got a lot of comments. One of the girls was talking about how she basically just constantly goes in and gets te- tested for antibodies because she had it already. And she said that when she went in the last time, it's like a 10-minute procedure or whatever. You go and you give them the thing. They send it out. You get it back within a few days or whatever it is. They said their antibodies went up 500 times in the last time that she got tested. And I was like, do we all basically have to just go fucking get our antibodies checked or whatever and then carry around a damn piece of paper that says, no, look, my shit's 500% up higher or whatever. Like, I'm fine. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, does that literally Yeah, but why should happen? you have to show papers for anything? You shouldn't have to, but that's what I mean. That's like the whole... Like, like, like that brings you, us into you show the whole... papers every show... time if a cop asks your ID, yeah. you're showing your papers. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't get pulled over by cops a lot, so... Well, I'm just saying, but it's another, thing where, it's another thing where there's precedent. Though. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you don't have to show your ID to go to a store or anything like that. Yeah. To go into a bar? Sometimes. I, I can't think of the last time I showed my ID to yeah. go to a bar. If, if they, they want to, if they, if they want have to card bouncer, you, you have to have show a bouncer, it. Yeah. yeah. If they have a bouncer. But if not, then. If they ask you for it, you, have to, you yeah. have to show it. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's, that's asking for your, I mean, I, got, I was just in Vegas. Every time one of those cocktail waitresses come up for me, she asked my papers. Yeah. You oh. know, and it's like, it, it's, that's just, so all I'm saying is that there's precedent. Yeah. There's, scarily enough, we've set precedent. And, you know, I actually doing some reading on this. Apparently, there were some big pushes, pushbacks back in the day when, Oh, state drive, state IDs and state licenses were, um, 
uh, you know, coming in vogue. And I was weird. I shouldn't say weird. I should have been. I shouldn't have been surprised. But it was the big evangelical community that really pushed against all Go these figure, yeah. identifications, saying it was hmm. like the mark of the beast, just like they say the vaccines the mark of the beast, and everything's mark of the beast. We need to chill the fuck out with the mark of the beast. All right. right. Well, okay. <laughs> just chill the fuck out, guys. Come on. We got this. All right. Anyway, so drinking a monster can. Yeah. Um. Uh, mark of the beast. Yeah. So Maybe. it's like we there's there's. We've set precedent, you know. Yeah, we there were there was pushback against that back in the day, just like there's going to be pushback against it now. But right. here's the thing: is that time time buries it all, you know. In twenty, thirty years, it'll become the norm, right. and it'll just be another one of those things where you will look back and you can't believe the way they used to do. Things. Like, oh, they used to smoke on airplanes. Yeah. Like, are you shit? That doesn't even seem real. But and that's the way people will look back at a time where we could literally choose. Showing your, live our life. showing your paper to show your identification of you are this person, you are this age, so you're old enough to whatever, is a little different to me than your medical shit that nobody else is supposed to be privy to, other than you and your damn doctor. I mean, that's it's that you might be right, and your your opinion might be shared by by a majority, but that's not gonna that doesn't change the fact that it's still, you know, required. I mean, do, do you know how many different licenses I need to have to like do it to for for do what I do? I mean. They those I and I got to keep my papers displayed to the public. They have to be able to see yeah. my papers whenever anybody ever requests to see them. But do do you have your papers <clears throat> that say like Andrew is you know this he he's got this blood type he's whatever else he's got do you no have to have but all the schools I like, no but the schools I went to have it all on my shot records and right. we have all the kids that we enroll I have all their papers right. so yeah Jake I mean it's not that's the problem is it is it's all ingrained already into what we do we have to legalize ourselves constantly and legitimize ourselves. In the systems we've created, we're responsible. We, we, we've literally put these constraints on ourselves as a species because we're just that bad at, at doing what we do and existing. So we don't know what we're doing. It all comes back to this, the federal gov bullshit here, the government. Uh, did you hear my what, Kermisano what, what, died? What comes back to the yeah. federal gov government bullshit? Everything tying makes into no ev- sense, every, everything tying into them. Well, you get mandated, you have to leave because the government says so. You have to you lose your job because the government's forcing this on your company. You know, you have to show your papers as you're saying. But again, these this isn't the government making the decision for us. This is the government being a coward and going out and right. mandating employers do things for them. So that it doesn't look as they're, bad they're, on they're them. They're basically though. making the employers their henchmen. Yeah. It's so it happening. doesn't look as bad on them. That's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. So again, it's the fucking government somehow. I wrote a thing the in the paper. Fucking government somehow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wrote a thing in the paper last week about asking, like, where did middle America go, of, of which we've discussed or whatever. You know, it's too right and it's too left. People say Republican this, Democrat that, blah, blah, whatever. And what, like, the head writer or the guy that he's a conservative writer or whatever he wrote back and said the government basically it was like everything's pointing back at the fucking government putting us in these situations or as you said earlier the system the systemic stuff that we got going on right now like we're, we're just setting ourselves up for failure or what we're walking ourselves off the plank or i, I think it i don't know it's we're letting it, the government walk us off the plank like what is it it's like, we have a we have a god complex inside of us and when we and when it when it when it like bonds together in the form of a government, its end its end game is control. It's just that's over, every yeah. every human. It has that instinct to control something or somebody, you know, that to dominate power. Whether you believe in creationism or evolution, it's all there. So it's like when you get a bunch of them together, that's just going to get magnified. That's why, uh, man, I read a great quote by uh, by Nietzsche the other day about how the government is for the people and to bludgeon the people. 
That's what it does. When you get a group of people who have instinctual power cravings together, no matter how much they might want to like fantasize about how much good they're going to do, it all boils down to having control. They don't want any of that good shit if they don't have control of it. That power trip. That goes back to just being a supervisor in a shop or something. They get a power trip. They go fucking hog wild. I mean, I think that you could bring that back to a simple thing of a lot of people always say, give somebody money and their true character will come out, right? But I, I call bullshit. I say, give them power yeah. and you'll see their true money character Money is nothing without out. power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's why a lot of these politicians become politicians. So they can become uber wealthy and have power over other people. Like, they're not doing all the goodness in their hearts. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're, they're career politicians. They're, they're going to try to be in office for all of their lives, like working lives, essentially. You know, so it's it's this, they're not there for the good of the people. They don't give two fucks about us. They just, they want power and money. It's it's ludicrous to think that people with an average salary, you know, not too much more than, I mean, obviously it's a lot more than, like, teachers, but still, like, a decent living kind of wage who are all retiring multimillionaires. It's like, wait a minute, like, something's wrong here. Like, something doesn't add up. How can you make this much money a year? And retire with like this many millions of dollars, like it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me, you know. But but again, like also, I think that's also why you're seeing right now an influx of of new uh, politicians wanting to get involved, not because they want to be, because they feel drawn to be, because the feeling, if I don't do something, then you know nothing's going to change. So I'll go in there and make the change, and and I appreciate that. And, Hopefully, some of these new people get elected, and we can get some of these old curmudgeons the fuck out of office. New people and, actually stick to what they say they're going to. Well, I mean, hopefully, yeah. hopefully they can come in and can replace a lot of the the old guard, so to speak. And let's let's bring in some fucking term limits. God damn it, <laughs> you know. But well, how much of that is also once you get to that certain point, that certain level in the government or whatever? It's just like you got to be for this team, or you're you're not. You're out. Basically, I mean, uh, Tulsi Gabbard talks about that a lot, which yeah. is why she got so burnt out on politics. Right. You know, she was like, it was she like, had to take a break. Right? It was yeah. like the high school, you know, cafeteria. Yeah. It was like, you'd get in trouble if you talked to somebody from the other political party. It was like, aren't you guys all supposed to be working together for yeah. the best of the population? Isn't that your fucking job? But you'd get in trouble if you talked to somebody from the other team. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are we that childish? But like, I mean, Andrew said it. Like, I mean, What's what's that old that old quote? Like the one thing we learn from history is the fact that we don't learn from history. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like all this shit's been done before. It's not new. Yeah. Like we we all think that we're smart and we're evolving and becoming better people, but like we're fucking not. You know, I I think we're all. I think this country especially is fucking devolving. Yep. And I was you know, listening oh my to God. Jonathan Jonathan Haidt and Jordan Peterson talking the other day. They were talking about how uh, the more connected we get, the further away we become because yeah. the social media and everything. But how it's just dividing. It's like what oil and water. We're getting more connected or supposed to be or whatever, but that just spreads like oil and water and it just sends us in opposite directions. Yeah. And You get a bunch of these people who want to get online and, and argue on social media and do all this kind of stupid stuff. And it's like, right. these are things you would never say in person to anyone. You know, but you're but now you're big and brave because you're online. Seems and, like we talk about that a lot. And yeah. It's just, it's, but yeah. it's, it's so true though. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's, and it's crazy. Yeah, it, it, I like the discussions and the conversation that come from it and stuff if, like that. But if it like, comes from a good place, then it gets yes. Out of hand. But most yeah. people, they're not coming from a good place. Yeah. They're just bitching and moaning and name calling and everything else. And it's like it's it's not productive at all. Yeah how how much 
of this stuff do you guys put in do you see the we know government gets kickbacks and whatnot from their buddies and their their lobbyists and whatnot that someone knows someone in the Pfizer stuff the Pfizer shit's what's got uh FDA approved now by the by the FDA and all that but then Pfizer's the one sponsoring all these news things and all these TV shows and all the stuff on cable or whatnot. And yeah. they play montages of it and they make fun of it all the time. And of course. Whatnot. And it's they like, want to make money. Yeah. And, they're in it to make money. And they're the ones and that's okay. It's a business. It. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But, but is there any question raised in your head there? Not to be a conspiracy theorist, but to think about it in the light that that could be a truth of it of, oh, hey, they're getting kickbacks. I mean, Their buddies I, are still in I, office. I guess I would say, like, I don't know, like, financially if they're what, what's going on, but I definitely know that they're... The, I I'd be I, I would be willing to guess I guess uh, that that the way that these vaccines were put to market and then approved didn't follow the standard operating procedure that there was some corner cutting and I, some I, rushing. I don't think that was the no. case I think they tried to follow all of those what they tried to do if I understand correctly was just streamline a lot of the red tape and the bullshit so they they still checked all the steps. They just they got them done faster than they normally would be able to, if I understand correctly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's what I've like heard and read. Well, I would sure hope so. I would, I would certainly I would hope, hope so. so as well. There's a lot of shit that we would hope so, but I mean, are we going to find out something in a year or something? I don't that... think it's going to be that soon. But but again, I'm I'm 90 sure that most people are going to be okay. I mean, there's always going to be adverse effects to any kind of medication. That right. that's always the case. I mean, do you guys know anybody personally? Who was affected negatively by any of the vaccines? So the people that I've no. I've spoke with at my old job and then this job currently, the only thing I've heard and that it was just similar is they have tingly tingliness in their arm randomly out of nowhere. And like the one guy that I work with now currently, he says his dexterity and stuff in his one arm where he got the shot. This is just what he says. If if it's because he's a wacko or whatever, I don't know. I don't yeah. know the guy that well. He says that he can't grab smaller things like like little screws and stuff that he used to. He has to use his other hand because he can't close his fingers all the way, and it's weird. And it's like he just doesn't have a feeling. I'm like, that's kind of odd. Yeah, but. I know. I know. Last last time I looked, it was it's been a while. I think there were over fifteen thousand deaths from the vaccine. Right. But again, like those kind of reactions are going to happen. Unfortunately, you yeah. you can't ever stop. That. Everybody's that's, different body. Or exactly. Whatever, yeah. There's always that risk. Like, and I've got a friend uh, who got. His uh, second vaccine shot and developed back spasms and almost had to take time off of work because it was so bad. Right. Was going to a bunch of physical therapists and doctors and trying to figure it out and do all this kind of stuff. And there was nothing coming back to it other than the fact that he got the shot. Now, it may or may not have caused it. We don't know, right. obviously. But uh, it's, it, it all lines up. And it's like that was happening. And apparently, uh, that's a very common side effect as well. A lot of people have had it, like, unfortunately. But again... It affects people differently. Like, does it kill him? No. Right. Is it the end of the world? Not exactly. No. I mean, it sucks. And you almost had to take time off of work Mo- for it. And most- it's obviously developed hundreds and hundreds of dollars in doctor's bills and physical therapy and all that kind of stuff. But right. that's uh, maybe that's just a risk that you take. Uh, who knows? Most of I don't the, know. Most of the major stuff that I ever heard about, people dying or whatever else, was on like Dave Rubin or Joe Hogan or Tim Cast or whatever else it was. But there is a friend of mine who wants to come on here and sit down and talk sometime or whatever with you or whatever. But like, she has two friends that had adverse effects. One died, I think, and the other one, something's wrong. Or maybe both of them died. I don't remember exactly. But yeah. that's why she wanted to talk about it. But I like, know. We could talk that, about that off air. That's the but. closest That's the closest I know to people that have had that bad of a reaction or whatever to the shots and stuff. But, yeah. 
That's why I like listening to the radio and listening to podcasts and whatever to hear all these things. And it's like I got into an argument with Mr. Ben West once on Facebook about stuff, and he said something about listening to the guy with PhD or not listening to the guy, whatever. And it was like the doctor that I talked to said he doesn't think there's a problem with the shot. Okay. But he also said, I'm not going to tell you you have to take it. He said, you know your age range. You know the statistics on it. You do you, basically. Yeah. A choice. If a damn doctor, idea. if a damn doctor tells you that and says there's nothing wrong with it, so you make the decision, but you know where you are statistically, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I like my immune system. Like I said, I've followed the shit that I've heard since George Carlin said it when I was a teenager, and I heard that about swimming in the Hudson River and you're tempered in raw shit, or like you drop food, you pick it up and eat it, and like I didn't think twice <laughs> about. Yeah, you never heard that bit. I don't know. Well, he was basically, he was basically saying, system. like, your immune system yeah. needs practice. You're going to give a shit to practice on. Yeah. Okay. Because like, he grew up in New York City. Like, yeah. why didn't we all get sick? Because, like, we swam in the Hudson where there's yeah, raw okay. sewage. I right. swam in Chippewa <laughs> Lake. And last Thursday at the Browns game, when I dropped the bratwurst that cost 12 fucking dollars on the steps right there where everybody's oh. walking, I didn't give two shits. I picked it up and ate it. Yeah. So. Then did you die? <laughs> no. Not yet. No. And we were on <laughs> we were in row 31, which is all the way the fuck up top, which means everybody going that way walked on them damn steps. So there's probably a lot of feet touching that disgusting but i washed it down with a beer and i didn't notice it so <laughs> hopefully that helps the immune system you know in that aspect yeah, but, but did you die no <laughs> like i i pride myself on like people talk about even what joe rogan talked about when all this shit started happening was like nobody's talking about working on your health and exercising and doing stuff outside and breathing the fresh air and the vitamin d and, and not like, to mention that staying away from other people is like one of the worst things you can do yeah not only for your health wise but mentally and all yeah. that kind of stuff and the most hand sanitizer i've ever used in my life was since i've worked for a company that makes it now and the shit's just everywhere because they have it on every door when you clock in when you scan in whatever before you go to the break room before you go to the bathroom after you come yeah. out of the bathroom whatever, i used to use like, that kind of stuff a lot and yeah. i I've gotten away from it, especially doing jujitsu, because again, like I need my body to be able yeah. to fight off germs and all that kind of stuff. So I've really stopped with a lot of like the antibacterial kind of stuff, because again, like I know there's bad bacteria and that kind of stuff, but there's also the good stuff that that, right. that kills as well, and I don't want to do that. So I, I've been doing my best to to be much more natural with like the soaps and all that kind of well, stuff. Speaking of the studies and the science, I remember that orange dial crap was what we used in school, what my babysitter had, what we always had. It smelled kind of good, whatever. It was like the soap everybody used. And then there was a huge thing about the antibacterial, whatever, causing too much of the good germs on your body to break down and be gone. And then people getting worse off and sick. So people stopped fucking using it and they started going to the natural stuff like yeah. you were saying, whatever else. And the things that didn't have all the antibacterial that was a thing in what the '90s, early 2000s when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see like long term benefits or problems with a lot of those kind of things, and yeah. we're not going to see that in our lifetime probably, but they will after a couple of generations right. of studying this kind of shit. But. And I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna subscribe to the whole like the guy said at work that my blood's going to be genuine fucking unique because I don't have a shot. No, because there's plenty of people around the world who right. don't have access to the vaccine. So right. there's gonna be people, plenty of blood out right, there. Right, it's gonna be nice and pure. But like people people get <laughs> shots all the time or don't get shots all the time too, and I know it's not during a pandemic which always comes up all the time but it's like that whole trusting your immune system used to be completely fine yeah i mean and I've, I've said this for, for a long time like i ain't screwed homie bring it on and yeah. if i'm wrong and i die then i'll owe you guys a public apology on facebook <laughs> pr pr prove so. to me that i killed granny the 600 whatever thousand people like whatever it is well like, i, I, I just not, no one's gonna prove that but there is <clears throat> pardon me there was yes. there is like you know 
pretty a pretty large consensus that would say you know masks work. So that alone should be reason to wear a mask. I, if a if a place tells me I got to put a mask on or whatever, I've usually been wearing them. Like I said, throughout okay. the entire thing, I've walked into a few stores or restaurants where it was just like, nope, I'm not wearing it right now. Cool. I didn't have it on. There was nobody in there. There was whatever. Like if people really came up and hounded you about it, it was like, Jesus, it's gonna be this much of a problem. I'll put the damn thing on. I did last year. But, I'm fucking over it. I'm yeah. Good. But after not a certain point, after a certain point though, I stopped. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not I'm, wearing I'm, this. I'm just anymore. fucking over it. Yeah. Most I would say when I go in a place like you might see one or one person in a mask now and day. How, how I, the, I, how I see the, at least half, if not more. Yeah. Really? See, typically around in the store. Wadsworth. I mean, if I go into like a Circle K or something. I mean, the employees all are masked up, but customers, yeah. man, it, maybe one in ten. Yeah. If you want to wear a fucking mask, wear a fucking mask. I don't care. But my thing is, like, just look <sighs> yes, at Yes, but just a couple of years ago, if somebody were to wear a hood on their sweatshirt, like, we, we would yell at them coming in the door. And now yeah. you see people with a mask on, sunglasses, yeah. Yeah. and a fucking hood up. And it's like, I'm assuming you're coming in and rob the fucking place. Like, yeah. I assume you're not trying to be safe, you fuckhead. Yeah. I what are you doing? I completely understand that argument, too. That's why we do these discussions and talk or whatever and all this stuff. But it's like, it, it just makes me smile because I wish the people that were making the laws and changing all this bullshit and forcing federal things that affect everybody as a whole would have these same conversations and discussions. But they don't give a shit. They only care about getting yeah, reelected. I get it. They don't give two fucks about us. But that's just reinforcing the whole why I like this kind of podcasting stuff or whatever is the news like we talked about a while ago or whatever that just... It, I learned so much more shit doing this and talking to people and having these discussions. Even I keep finding that more people, especially when you have the conversation in person, will will have the civil conversation with you and talk instead of being yeah, in the person, asshole. In person, they will. But there's certain friends that they will put shit all over their social media. They will say shit online, whatever else. And then every time they're around, say they're coming from out of state or whatever else or a family you haven't seen for a while. And then you want to have that conversation. They don't want to fucking talk about it. And it's like that kind of stuff bothers me. but. It's allowed. It's yeah. allowed to bother you. It it's is. okay. Yeah, but it's allowed to yeah, it's allowed to be where we are. So, I mean, it's just like. All right. Well, I kind of feel like we're chasing our circles. Uh, chasing our circles. <laughs> chasing our tail around here in circles. Um, I don't know. I guess what, what else is going on? Like, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Like, I, I've seen some stuff about, like, these big budget plans and all this kind of stuff going on on the internet, but I have no idea what's going on. Do you guys have any idea of what's going on with that? No, I keep these like trillion dollar plans. I keep hearing people on the radio say three hundred fifty billion dollars is zero dollars, and I don't even know where the hell that started from or what that's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't don't know what's going on. I don't know enough about it to even talk about. You know what's going on, Andrew? Um, they're trying to spend more fake money or print more shit. Or, yeah, I mean, I or, I know that they're there was like a threat of a government shutdown, so maybe like they had to come up with like new budget stuff. Or I know that they're I think they're finalizing that 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 big. What the three and a half trillion dollar? Oh, plan that's what it is. I don't or know. Whatever. whatever. Do you know um, what that's for? I don't know what that's for. <laughs> no idea. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it probably covers uh, an ass like uh, so many like random things. You know, like um, all the pork attached to it. I'm sure it's just like a normal budget. Expense. It's. Um, I would have to assume that it, uh, you know, is just freeing up more money for pandemic grants or um i think they were talking about extending that child like the the child tax credit thing another six months like basically where you if you got kids between like the ages like all the way up to like 17 you get um like 250 dollars per kid or something like that and then is it like a monthly check or something or okay and then you get like there's some you'll get some on the back end when you file your taxes. So I think they're going to extend that another six months. I heard otherwise, though, I'm, 
I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really too sure if it, you know, where $3.5 trillion <laughs> would go other than, you know, I know that the government was talking about minting a trillion dollar coin and I don't, I don't understand economics enough to know like the significance of that, but apparently it's when you, when you actually mint it, physically mint it, 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 it mean it has some sort of meaning, or it's some sort of yes large and, yes and no decision right? to make. It's, it's you know? no different than printing like hundred dollar bills, or just creating the numbers that go into the bank. Yeah, because obviously, like most of the the currency that's out there isn't backed up with actual physical cash. Yeah, it's just numbers. A lot of them are numbers in banks; they transfer back and forth. So, like when when you do that kind of stuff, especially if this is all deficit spending, if it's if it's being pulled out of like more money we have to borrow from the fed which is a privately owned bank is like if, if they print that not print if you would mint that trillion dollar coin it doesn't mean anything right it's, it's no different than them saying they're gonna put I mean, it, another it, trillion dollars it in means the system. you're like officially taking a trillion dollars out of our is it like almost like taking a trillion dollars out of our savings there, there's no savings. Otherwise, yeah, because when you're we're in debt. debt. Yeah, really all have all the money that us assholes in this country get taxed for, they're just using that basically. Yes, just, like they're, it, they're loaning from us again. Yeah, it, it all boils down to look <laughs> back to the what the '70s, '77 or '76 or whatever it was when, when what Reagan took us off the gold standard. So it's like they used to have to have you know gold currency backup for the money they were printing. Yeah, but then that went away. So now, it's like the the money's just gone crazy, and the reason we haven't seen like the hyperinflation is because most of the world trades in U.S. dollars to buy oil. So it's it's a huge buffer that's out there because everyone has to trade in U.S. dollars. If that ever goes away, like if if China gets their money put into that for people to trade in that, or if it goes in the euro or something like that, like we're fucked. Like we're, we'll see. Like you'll go to the grocery store and like prices are going to quadruple overnight. I guess it'd be that kind of bad in the economy. So when then they keep printing off these trillions of dollars, it's like people don't realize how much money that is. Like if if this is a great uh, example for people if they've never done this, go out and go onto YouTube and type in you know, like a physical example of one trillion dollars, and they'll show you like a pallet of cash. You know, so like they they'll start off with like a hundred thousand dollars, which yeah. isn't that much in hundred dollar bills. And they'll show you like a million dollars, then a trillion dollars, like, no, a billion dollars, like a trillion, like they work their way all the way up. And you see the trillions of dollars, it's like stacks and stacks and rows and rows and rows of pallets of hundreds. And it's, it almost blows your mind to how much money it really is. Because it's what? It's like a thousand times of a billion, right? right? And it's like, it's it's crazy to even think of. You know, it's like to, to see that physically put out like in a diagram, like you see a person standing next to pallets of cash, it's, it's crazy. And to think that you just instantly put that into the market it's like it's got to come from somewhere yeah you know so like we're going to pay for that down the road you know but that's that's the problem with a lot of this deficit spending but that's how the government likes to spend money because how else are they going to get money if they don't print it from the fed is they have to tax us there's the only two way they make money yeah because they're not anything like they're not a corporation they don't make anything they don't do anything like they've got two ways of getting money they take hours or they print more so they always print more because they don't want their constituents to like get less, you know, money like to themselves. Have to give up more to the government because they won't get reelected. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy, but yeah. So there's definitely not come out of savings. <laughs> definitely not happening. It's like where do you invest now if you're trying to 
I mean, a lot of people. A, a lot of people are playing around with like the the Dogecoin. I am you know, playing with uh, crypto stuff. Like yeah, no, the cryptocurrencies, yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I look at that like it's just. I look at that like a, one of those schemes where like you got to find like a bigger sucker than you to buy it after you already bought it. My coworker and I you know? were talking about it. He said something about it being like the new penny stocks, basically, or whatever, because it's just like I've turned a two hundred dollar investment into. It's like thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, granted, because so. you can find a bigger sucker than you to yeah. buy it. But what happens later when the bottom falls out and you can't use Dude, it? If for I anything? if I yeah. I, ha- I had Ethereum a couple years ago, I think I had eight. I think I had nine Ethereum coin, mm-hmm. and they were only worth. I think I bought them at like one hundred and thirty each, one hundred forty dollars each. Now and now it's forty five hundred. Forty four or forty five. Yeah, I would like. have about almost forty grand. If I would have just not sold them to my brother a couple years my, ago, because I, I, I just didn't, I just didn't feel like having them anymore. Coworker had a I Bitcoin that he bought for three grand, and he was like, "I turned around, and sold it when it went to nine. I got all excited for it, and now it's up to sixty something." Yeah, but, the but all that is a huge speculation with this not backed up by anything. At least, like the the U.S. stock market, where yes, it is legalized Fake gambling. Internet money. It is. It's legalized gambling. Yeah. It really is. But there's at least a backing there because they're tied the to companies. The only backing that anything. Any currency has is the trust of, of, and right now Bitcoin and those coins, they have the trust to trade in value. And as long as there's that trust, that mutual trust between buyer and seller, that there's intrinsic value here, just like a dollar, the Bitcoin has the same value because we've agreed on it. You know, and that's the only thing that gives anything value. Yeah. Well, that's, that's again, that's what I like about the stock market though, because they're, they're backed up by the companies. Which which I appreciate that because you can look at a physical company and see them making money or losing money or doing whatever, and you can make your you can hedge your bets again. Again, it's it's still gambling. You're still gambling with your money because there could be a huge crash and you could lose all of it in a day. It could be all gone. Yeah, but Jake, to answer your question, where do you invest now? Anywhere. I mean, yeah, the market's going up. I mean, uh, all my investments, like you know, just are they're just everything's up and it's been consistently up, which. It's How is honestly it shocking with everybody hurting so bad, production I being That's down. I I don't know. Everybody's I, I hiring. That there would be, you know, um, we were all excited to give Trump credit for you know his it's economic economy, boom, yeah. and everyone thought it was going to go away when Biden took over, and it has not. Now, of course, adding all this money on, but then again, Trump had his own trillions of dollar thing Every that, he, that he had on his way what? out. Yeah. So it's like. There's no difference. There, there's no. There was no difference here. Both guys did the same thing. They both made the same mistakes. Yeah, it's like whatever. it's the same reason why I tell people to stop, stop freaking out so much about who's president. Yeah, like yeah. they've got such little influence over what's really going on. I know because all the things that they actually can do with their executive orders or what have I mean, you. Let's be honest. Aren't we, be, aren't we thankful for that when we look at Joe Biden? Like, aren't we thankful that he really doesn't have a whole lot That's to the do? idea of the checks and balances, which is great because even if they do do the unconstitutional. You know, um, executive <clears throat> orders, those are easily undone, which is a good thing. So you don't have to deal with them for a few years. The next person is going to get from the other side. They're going to undo all that kind of stuff because, again, nothing really gets done. Like that that becomes the big issue that I think we're seeing right now is like all the voting has been so much on the party line and not about getting actual stuff done that it's just there's everything's a stalemate right well, now. Well, you actually you'd actually be surprised, and I, I don't blame you for not following this because it's incredibly boring. But like, there are a couple Democrats um, out there that have put a big wrench into what Biden and a lot of what the progressives want to do on the you know the the far left. Good, you know, as far as like they got a bunch of like these this extra money for all this. Now some people are going to say this is bad, but like all this extra leave, family no, leave. That's and all their that job. And, you know, they're supposed to go in there and not just 
vote for the party line, but actually look into things and do what's yeah. best for but everyone. But of course, they're you know they're being demonized now by their own party. Well, of just, course, just like the conservatives are now demonizing the Supreme Court. It's like when you don't do what we tell you to do, and you didn't do what we hired you to do. You know, we're gonna we're gonna complain that you dare that, you know think for yourself. But that that's I. Th- who was I talking to recently? We were talking about where to fix this. I really feel like we need a legitimate third or even a fourth party. Like we've got to break up this left-right bullshit. Because I this really, was, I was literally listening to you say those exact words driving here, <laughs> listening to the your brother <laughs> podcast. It was, it was with Aaron. I feel like did I just just had this conversation? Yeah. I just I, was, I, mean, I yeah. really because I forget who we were talking about. It It might have even been with uh with, with Ethan and Jeff. No, it was I, with Aaron. Yeah. I I don't remember, but it's like it, I really think that has to happen, or like the end of the country is is close because. Because you can't be too far on the right, you can't be too far on the left. Like no matter what you do, you're always vilified by either side. It's like, guys, calm the fuck down. Like most people I talk to in the real world are somewhere in the middle. Yeah, like, they're, they're not extreme one side or the other. Like, Is that cause or reason why we are so chasing our tail, as you say, or whatnot? Where we're just in this endless cycle of most people just want to be in the middle and just do whatever, go work, go home, do whatever, go to the bar, hang out with their friends and family, and like. They don't pay attention as much as they should to politics. And like I said, I see more people talking about it in my own personal life or at work or whatnot now because more things are being just kind of like willy-nilly. But you also actively search those things out. No, no, no. Just having conversation like what I just – just talking, just randomly That's making friends. That's what I mean. But, but you search those kind of things out. You're but like, not trying to have a political conversation with them. Just having a – just talking, yeah. period. And they're like – yeah, you know what happened to me? And then they say something else like with a new policy or mandate and they're like, it fucking totally screwed me on my insurance. And now they're starting to talk politics now because they didn't care five, ten years ago. And they'd call me the crazy person for doing that. Now they're like, well, fuck. I'm like, oh, like, I guess I'm going to vote and this and that. And like, they haven't done it for a while. And it's like, where the hell did all this come from? It's because they're being affected now. Yeah. And like, they didn't care about voting. They didn't care about what the fuck happened with politics and stuff. They thought... Us writing the paper, us talking about it, or doing this, or talking at a bar, or Thanksgiving, whatever. That now they're like, "Fuck!" Like my wife, like last year, or the year before, was like, "Whatever Trump was doing with the, um, with the pharmaceutical stuff, and they were changing some of the prescriptions and all that." Like it really affected, really, really personally, and like she paid attention, but didn't really pay attention at a certain yeah. point. Once all that shit started happening, where it was like that really affected her mom's prescriptions and everything like that, like. All these things start becoming close to people's personal lives, and then now they're like, "Shit, maybe I should start paying attention now." It, it's like I keep seeing yeah, but that, it, but it, unfortunately, at some point, you got to realize like there's not a whole lot you can do about it personally. That, that becomes like it gets so frustrating because the more you look into it, the more upset you get one way or the other. It doesn't matter. But then the more you look into it, you realize, "Fuck, I can't but, do but anything." They're, about they're it. actively seeking it out because they're like, "What the hell can I do to fix this?" Because now it's fucking hurting. Well, I think me that's or why you're seeing a lot like, of these people getting into politics who are not politicians. Before, yeah, you, know, you see a lot of these ex-military guys. I love that personally because here's it. people who've been all over the world. Yeah, they've seen crazy parts of the world that most people couldn't even think of. Yeah. You know, like they've got real world experience. They know how to lead people. They've been in dangerous situations. I love the fact that they're getting into into, into Paul. I call Tulsi Gabbard. Like I love her. Like I voted for her in the last election. I thought she was our best choice for this country. And I know she was, you know, vilified by the D- Democratic Party because she can't be controlled by them. And I love that about her. Well, you know, the, but the, there was a statistic that I read off on here. I don't remember which podcast or what exactly we were talking about, but obviously politics come in somehow or whatnot. But it was like. 
up until the 70s or the early to mid 80s, the military service was like 70% for people that were in Congress or the Senate or presidency, whichever. 70 something percent or something like that. And then by whatever in the 80s or the 90s, it dropped off to where it's like 24. Yeah, because they're career politicians. They and, get out of school yeah. to be a lawyer. And it's like there's a and re- they go right into politics. reoccurring, maybe it's that strong men, weak men cycle thing or whatever, where these people are getting back in. And they're no, like, no, no, that I'm one I believe, my- just follow the money. Okay. Just follow the money. But it, it's like, it seems like now, though, all these people that now you see all the military service, the people that are wounded, whatever else, the Tulsi Gabbers, the Jockos, the Crenshaw, whoever these people that have served that are like, they're... Jocko's not in politics. Not sir. yet. He's not going oh, to be. You don't think so? No. no? I guarantee mm-hmm. he's not. I think him and Malice are going to run together. Not going to happen. Yeah. Michael Malice will be the press secretary. He's going to tell these people they're fucking crazy. A thousand percent not going to happen. And Jocko's going to be his guy. No, I don't know, but just... Can, you, can you imagine him, like... Can you imagine Jocko as the president? He come up there. Good evening, Echo. Oh my god! <laughs> Wouldn't that be iconic, though? No, he's not going to do it. So Damn it's it. not going to happen. Damn it! <laughs> I mean, can you imagine Michael Mouse being the press secretary? Like, keeps getting talked about. I don't. I can't think of who that oh, is. Oh, he's a. Crazy, I know, I've heard crazy the name, asshole. and I'm sure I've seen him, but I can't. He, think, he's I a can't, bit of an anarchist, right? I, I, I can't yeah. place yeah. the person. He's 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 smart as shit. That guy. I don't know how he retains all the information he does, but he. He'll argue with anybody and have a conversation. With hey, anybody. I was on board for Unity 2020, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, Tulsi and Crenshaw. Like, let's do this thing. I mean, like, I don't watch the press secretary stuff unless it pops up on YouTube or whatever else because I don't give two fucks what those people are saying. Usually it's all lies and bullshit anyway. Shocker. Yeah, right. Even like, the last, what, four of them? It's been like that. Like, all they do is just bullshit and... It's their job, yeah. Yeah. And they just call on people to raise your hand let scream at me for a while and i'll give you some stupid answer and whatever else but like it's that's why people don't like politics here we are again chasing our tail <laughs> jesus yeah i don't know what else about the mandates and virus and stuff though i don't know personally if you're not affected i'm just going through it right now so yeah my uncle keeps asking me how much how much in the back of my mind is you don't like being told or forced what to do and it's like there's a little bit of that, but it's not. I'm a fucking adult. I'm not like, well, I'm a little kid. I don't want to do it. I don't want. Don't tell me to do it. You know, it's like I made a decision. I don't want these fucking things. Like I don't want it in my body. That's yeah, mainly like, what it me is. Me personally, like I've never gotten the flu shot ever. Right. And I've never been looked down upon by anybody else. But it's like if the flu gets really bad, like it did last year, and like, oh my god, you got to get the new flu vaccine. Is like I don't want to. Like. So so ten just, ten years ago was twenty eleven like two thousand so eight eight was when I was recovering from a car accident it's like nine ten eleven was there something bad then flu wise oh there's or? always every other yeah, year there's so always H one N one was that yeah. what it was there's yeah. always okay. every other year the media goes crazy about how we're mm-hmm. all gonna die from this new so flu that's virus. that's why maybe that's why he recommended then yeah. and well, I got there's, it there was then, like the so. SARS H one N one the picky flu the bird flu like like, yeah. like there's all that shit it's always happening it's like. You know, like this just happened to be like a pretty bad outbreak that unfortunately killed a lot of people. It really did. You know, like, like I don't think anybody's denying that. Right. You know, it's like most of us got it. And if we didn't get it, we're going to eventually. Like it's a really bad case of the flu. Like that's what's going on. That's you know, it's you like we're, we're wearing, yeah, we're wearing a mask isn't going to help. Like staying at home is not going to help. It's like you're eventually going to fucking get it. Like we, we, we made, Angela and I made these little pill vial things where we basically set them up where we put all the D3, all the zinc, all the vitamin C shit. There's like six to ten fucking pills in there every day that we basically just have them there by the counter on the way out the door or whatever so we know, make sure you grab your thing and take your pills today or whatever. And it's like, 
how much of that's really helped us over the last year or so? A ton. A ton. Because, like, I heard people talking about taking your vitamins and washing your hands and whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, we've kind of always done this anyway, but now we're just doing it on a more regimented... Some people. Yeah. yeah. And I would really like to know how much of that's helped. So, but well, we will never know. Yeah, Andrew had a great point earlier. It's like we'll never know what happened because this is this is what we've done. This is what happened, and we can't go backwards in time to look and say, "Oh, well, what would have happened otherwise?" It's not like a TV well, show yeah, right. where they can just jump in there and it's like, "Oh, <clears throat> well, this is what happened when we didn't have the road." Well, all that is certain is that whatever happens, one side will say it would have been better if we would have done it our way. I mean, if we would have just, if the other side would have just let us do it our way. Then none and, of this would happen. And another thing that's certain is people that have had it on an extreme case, maybe like yourself or another friend of mine, I've heard say, if I'd have known it was going to be this bad, I'd have gotten the shot beforehand if it would have stopped Yeah, this. man. That's but how it's, I feel. But if keeps being thrown in there, though, if it would have yeah, stopped because when like, I got it, I had a fever for a day. That yeah. was it. Done. So is that – yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. So, so. It's, again, it's like it's, it, everybody's different. Who knows? fuck i mean i will say this like i you know when you've got people my own age like friends of mine that like you know who who had the virus before i you know several months before i did yeah um you know and you see him like he's in the hospital like on a ventilator and it's like and now he's 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 recovered now but oh really you know, yeah, oh yeah oh, that's and, good you know but he'd already lost like a he'd already lost a parent to it so he had a more extreme than you did yeah so yeah. it's like i'm th- this whole time i'm thinking like could have been worse. if i get pneumonia this could all it could all just be over and thankfully, I never, I never did. Um, but like, it's you know, it is, it is one of those things. When I had it, I w- it was a, there was a lot of fear, you know, like just because like I know I, I have something in my body that I know, regardless of age, has taken a lot of people out. And by the time I was done with it, I was like, I had a, a very different respect for it. Like I could see how this could just tear through somebody right. and just wipe them out. Like so it, ma- it takes. It 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 takes not only does it like physically destroy you like mentally like your brain just doesn't work like if you look at like like uh, COVID brain fog it is so real I mean I there would be times where I would stand up to 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 walk around and I would look down at my feet and they didn't they wouldn't feel like they were part of my body like I would have no con- I had no connection to like my extremities um, it was such a weird feeling had, it was just frightening I had that but it was from all the medicine and shit from yeah. a car accident and it's exactly <clears throat> oh, yeah. kind of I mean, feeling so i know high. exactly <laughs> what you're talking about it's, it's, if that like it's your body trying to survive yeah, it's yeah. pushing you're fighting stuff you're or whatever blood else blood to your yeah. vital organs in your brain i mean it's just how it works that's crazy i mean i guess in that light again i've never blamed the shot for the reason i got sick maybe the piggy flu or whatever you said it was back then would have been way worse if i didn't get the flu shot itself that year it's Who possible knows? you like, never know how the fuck do i know that yeah. yeah i just know i haven't been sick since i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing i guess yeah but i mean Statistics will prove that you'll get sick again. Yeah. It's going to happen. So I just, I don't know. It is what it is. You say that a lot. I don't know. <laughs> well, none of like, us know. None of us know, yeah. I'm fucking idiots. Yeah. I don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap this bitch up. Jake, any closing thoughts, sir? No. Have a good Halloween. Everybody be safe. I don't know why I say no when you ask me that. That's <laughs> fucking, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, that's, I don't know. Yeah. Be safe, everybody. Have fun. Have some drinks. No, Andrew. Um, I would just say like so. If, we, if you're listening to this and you're kind of like thinking, you know, you're either agreeing or disagreeing as as, as we're all going through our thing here. Um, I guess my main like challenge would be to really uh, be able to be honest with yourself and 
hopefully, you know, that if you're not seeing, and this is, I guess, just my opinion, but it seems, it seems objectively correct, but maybe that's just because it's coming from me. <laughs> but it, it, I feel like if you're not, if you can't, and this goes for politics and pretty much anything you can, you can say about life, but if you're not, if you don't have positives and pros and cons about any particular issue and you're not willing to acknowledge that they exist when you're debating this with, with yourself and how you feel about things like you're really cheating yourself out of a lot of self-discovery and, and maybe, you know, learning a lot more about yourself than you don't know. Um, don't ever be afraid to challenge things that you have thought and, um, you know, uh, try to find, try to find at least recognize where the common ground would be with somebody on the other side. Um, and I think we've done a good job with that today. I think that if anything, I can tell that all three of us respect where anybody would fall on the vaccination. Absolutely. Issue. So I guess at the end, it, and I and I, re- I think the real the, the fact that we're able to be at this point is because since the beginning of this whole thing, we've been able to have these talks, and it's really I think kept our heads in a level place where we can understand how decisions among individuals need to be respected, um, whether it's masks or vaccinations or. You know, going, anything that might come in the future, we haven't seen yet. Not, not going to work, and it's just you know, any of it. Yeah. So, I I feel personally like I feel like we've come out of this better than we would have otherwise because we've been able to have these talks from the very beginning. Um, than your average person, yeah, than somebody that, that's had to sit inside by themselves and wrestle with these thoughts with nobody to bounce, no counter opinions, or they only talk to their echo chambers. Their, yeah. So, yep. um, I hope you guys see the benefit to this and cool to be a part of it i'll tell you what there's there's probably no better way to wrap it up than that like the only thing i'm going to say is just take the political bullshit out of it think about what's best for you what's best for your family you know chances are if you do have to get it nothing's going to happen chances are you're going to be just fine there is a chance that something could go wrong you know but most likely everything will be fine so don't don't stress too much about it if you have to take it for work you know it's like you still got to pay your bills so You know, if you're if you're done and you want to make a stand and make a point like like Jake's kind of talking about, it's like there's nothing wrong with that too. But it's just let's take the political bullshit out of it. Just decide what's best for you. And like Andrew was saying, it's like just respect other people's decisions because they're making with the 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 decision that's supposedly best for them. And you shouldn't be vilifying them just because it's a political way, one way or the other. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, boyos, this is always a blast. It's always a good time. I was really looking forward for the three of us sitting down. I was trying to get Todd to join us, but unfortunately, uh, he was unable as he had other things going on. So we'll have to do another podcast with him soon and kind of see what he's up to. But uh, we will see you guys next time. All right. Cool. After you started talking, I, I wanted to say exactly what Matt said. Exactly. Just take political bullshit. I, to, <laughs> I should have said that as my Get out of my head. All right. Well, that wraps up another great episode. It's been way too long since we sat down with the boyos and had a great conversation. I love sitting down with those two. We always have lots of fun. And I'm definitely looking forward to the next time we can sit down with the three of us all all together. And hopefully uh, Todd can join us next time as well. If you guys are still here and listening, thank you so much for your support. It's been awesome over the past few months to see the podcast growing. 
It really does mean a lot to me to see all that stuff. It fills me with the warm fuzzies. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing we can do right now to support the show, if you want to do that, is to go out to wherever you're listening to this and leave us a five-star review. That's the best thing we can do to bump us up in the rankings and algorithms and all that bullshit to hopefully get new people to check out the show. And obviously, talk about it with your friends, share it on social media, do all those kind of good things if you love us. Hell, even if you hate us, you know, it is what it is. I get it. Not everybody's going to love what we're saying because, well, we're dumbasses. So I completely understand. But either way, uh, we love you. And if you want to talk about us, that's great. And now there's a way for you guys to contact the show. You can go to uncensoredhumanity.com and fill out the contact us form. Or you can send us an email at uncensoredhumanitypodcast at gmail.com. Those will land in my inbox, so if you guys have any recommendations of topics you'd like us to cover or you have any questions of our regular guests, please feel free to ask those and we will get those answered on a future episode. But that is all we have time for this week, so we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.